0: Hi there. Before we get started, I want to thank all our sponsors for making this show possible. Get Shreked is brought to you by Audible. Audible Audible.com. It's like podcasts, but longer and way more boring. Get Shreked is brought to you by the National Department of Education from the United States of America. The National Department of Education. Sponsoring shows like Arthur and Teletubbies on PBS Kids. Finally, we like to thank listeners like you for donating your hard-earned cash to this program at anchor.fm slash get Please give me money. Please, oh please. Just a reminder, we ask that you will uh, continue to contact your local NPR station and ask if they will air this very show, Get Shrekt. I repeatedly ask the local NPR station of the Southern Utah County area, and they have not responded to any requests still to this day, and it has been multiple times weeks. Another opportunity for us to make this show into the giant deal that it is, is by sharing my Twitter account. The Twitter account is at GetRechtPod. That's at G-E-T S-H-R-E-K-D P-O-D. That's at there you'll get all the latest updates about this show, be able to share links and retweet my tweets so that way I can feel more popular. Alright, here's the show Hi there, my name is Logan Flinders, and I'm your tour guide and host in today's episode of Get Shreked, the podcast where I, Logan Flinders, analyze every single shot of Shrek 2. Just as a brief recap, previously on Get Shreked, we talked about the opening DreamWorks credits, the opening movie credits, the honeymoon montage, and the argument that Shrek has with Donkey, along with all the awards and general IMDb information found on IMDb.com about Shrek 2. For those of you who are following along at home, we're starting today's episode at the 8 minute and 42 second mark. (laughs) Now, as I previously talked about, I'd like to get two episodes a week. However, that has become fatefully uh, incapable of my current schedule uh, because I'm now dating someone. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started with uh, Shrek 2. Right here you see... um, Donkey, Shrek, and Fiona just got into an argument. Now, the main principles of the argument were between Fiona and Shrek, as Fiona wanted to return to far, far away where her parents were to visit the in-laws after they were invited by a royal invitation. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start get started. Um, the shot just changed. So this next shot, we are now looking at um, the trunk of a carriage. Um, It says just married We see two trunks um, And these are going to be like um, Luggage Luggage trunks One circular, one square Obviously emphasizing the different gender roles In the marriage And then we have one big ol' sack Which is probably donkeys But could be um, Shreks And then we have one uh, Rolled up sleeping bag or, Or perhaps a sleeping mat Um, The fabric or or the material that it's resting on is grass, whereas the rest of it seems to be um, some type of moss. Um, The carriage itself is an actual giant onion, um, but it seems to be mimicking the shape, size, and characteristics of the pumpkin carriage from Cinderella. Now, this satire in reference to Cinderella is an interesting um, kind of antagonistic and ogreization Of the current situation You see, you have this magical fairy tale here That Fiona's trying to live But the onion itself Is, well, it has a lot of layers Right? This is also a reference to Shrek 1 When Shrek and Donkey are having a heated argument After they leave Farquaad's palace To begin their own journeys And Shrek explains That ogres are like onions They have layers Alright, let's go ahead and uh, start watching Alright, so Donkey, uh, we we just kind of panned out suddenly, and we see Fiona here in kind of like the rightish part of the shot, and we see Donkey dead center. Um, You heard his line, we don't want to hit traffic, obviously referral to traffic. Alright, so the shot just changed, and we see a downtrodden Shrek open the door. Um, His ears are kind of wagged down, kind of like a dog would. Um, You see a disappointed and grieved face, and the music begins to swell. Uh, You see just disappointment kind of loom. In the last shot, there was a lot of light kind of reflecting off of Fiona and Donkey, as they were stern and excited, whereas Shrek's shot right here is filled with shadow, darkness, and a general disappointment about the current situation. Shrek looks to the left. All right, so that line was given by the gingerbread man. We now pan over to uh, a total of eight characters, right? We have the three little pigs, three blind mice, a gingerbread man, and Pinocchio, or as is traditionally called Pinocchio. Now, um, they are presumably house-sitting after what the gingerbread man just said. Um, Let's go ahead and see what happens next. All right, they all run full force past Shrek as he exits the house. Oh, and then followed is a ninth character, and that character is the wolf, the big bad wolf. Now, what's interesting here? Um, the wolf is partying with the little three pigs. Um, clearly, that means that they've kind of gotten over. Now, the little wolf, or I'm sorry, the wolf here is also wearing grandmother's clothing. Um, Again, referencing the Red Riding Hood And also just the uh, costume and general fake attitudes That we see in the society that is within Trek Two. They close the uh, door before the third blind mice can get in And then he hits the door in a very humorous fashion Because he cannot see, however, is this ableist Mm. Immediately they start breaking glass and a party begins. You see in through the window, uh, we've panned over to the rest of his swamp home, uh, that one of the pigs jumped over and into a presumable coffee table, or perhaps the fishbowl that Shrek and Fiona, the fish, the goldfishes that were dead, lived in. Perhaps symbolizing the end of a honeymoon phase and the beginning of reality. Shrek 2, or I'm sorry, Shrek, the character, uh, he looks back at a swamp with um, a large amount of grief. We see that his face sticks up most of the frame here. Um, even though Donkey says, let's go, we are only seizing Shrek in this shot. Um, his face is filled with concern. Um, as you recall, his swamp is his life, and to leave it willingly seems to be a pretty difficult challenge for him, especially for his own family. Uh, there's great concern here. <laughs> Donkey is very happy Alright, now we see that the Swamp is slowly fading out And we see them slowly Leave the swamp Now there's a seamless tr- scene transition Into um, Some type of Fields, some type of plains. Um There's some, there's a nice little Stone hedge uh, There's a nice little tree on the right, a small Cottage, perhaps a Cottage of The Three Little Pigs Donkey continues to sing And the carriage gets smaller And moves along a little bit further in the shot Then we move shots Now we see what looks to be Like the Utah mountains Um They are snow capped but where they are Still is green There is a billboard made of wood that says 700 miles to far away They very slowly Move along The shot Donkey says are we there yet Shirk replies, no. We've just changed shots now. It is storming. There is rain everywhere. There's a small light coming near the cabbage, which we see the giant onion. Um, There's a lot of detail here. It's a very rocky period. And so we see that the bliss has changed. This symbolizes a move into the unknown. Are we there yet? Not yet. Donkey says, are we there yet? And Fiona replies, not yet. Um, There are now, we just change scenes, there is now a um, blizzard everywhere around them. They're going up a mountain along a similarly rocky, difficult place. And there's a billboard that says 200 miles to away. Now the joke here is that in the first place, they were far, far away. In the second place, they were far away. And now they are only away. That was them doing that weird sound thing, not me. Emphasizing the mountains. They're now pludging through the Canadian no. wilderness. Yes. Now they're going through the mountains. No. They're not there yet. Are we there yet? No. Uh, now they're over a bridge next to a waterfall. No. Alright, here it says 100 miles to far, far away. They're in the woods. Now, we just shifted into a scene, and now the shot is within the ca- carriage. Um, we see Shrek and Fiona, very annoyed in a dispute. Their eyes are closed, their faces shrugged up like this, and Donkey's face, well, it's full of disappointment, sadness, and anger, such is the plight of life. Are we there, are we there again? Yeah, that's not funny. Now Shrek and Don- now Shrek is trying to mimic Donkey by using the old-fashioned copycat system now Donkey and Shrek are beginning to get more angry movie or nothing. now Donkey very excellently says. This is taking forever, Shrek. There ain't no in-flight movie or nothing. Now, this does get into kind of the bigger issue here, which is, are there flights in the Shrek universe? And if so, how? Is it like dragons that they ride on? And what movies are being played on these flights? Is it... Shrek itself is it kind of this um, inceptive Truman show kind of experience uh, we're not quite sure and I don't think that the director ever really gives full detail into explaining what that means the kingdom of far far away donkey that's where we're going far far away that also symbolizes where Shrek's comfort zone is far far away all right, all right, I get it. I'm just so darn bored. Well, find a way to entertain yourself. You. Now Donkey looks down, shrugged, smugged, and disappointed. They're all looking around, uh, trying to figure out what to do. Donkey uh, sighs in relief. His ears begin to perk up. He thinks of an idea. He opens his mouth and makes a pop sound. He does it again. Then there's Silence. Strike is filled with rage for five minutes could you not be yourself for five minutes um i think a lot of times in life for five minutes we wish that we weren't ourselves man that's hard now we see that the shot has just changed and we're now looking outside of the onion with Fiona looking out the window so it's a window shot here And then Fiona says, something, nothing. Um, You see Fiona's face change. This is hilarious, taking it frame by frame. And um, she has, like, a really intense face, all of a sudden of fear. And we just see Donkey's snout just slowly peek out. And then he does that. (laughs) Fiona, his face is filled with a leaf, Shrek's face is surprised and smiling, and Donkey is out of the shot. We begin to pan out, and sure enough, we see, um, we've, we've kind of angled about 90 degrees, we see them going down. And sure enough, they are beginning to arrive too, far, far away. Now, I'm going to describe the shot very excruciatingly. Very excruciating-ish. In excruciating detail, I will describe this. Um, So first we see Far, Far Away, posted along a um, small mountain in the same exact manner as the Hollywood sign. The famous Hollywood sign is a symbolism not only of Hollywood itself, but also of the general idea of L.A., Los Angeles showbiz, uh, which gets into the larger cultural phenomena that comes with show business, which comes with film. And this one begins to be really satirical with itself in the film. You see Shrek 2 is a product of that very Hollywood movement, and it's beginning to try to take everything that it has, specifically with Disney, um, that's kind of the whole joke here, right? Is making fun of Disney, Disney's characters, um, fairy tales and kind of showing the gritty reality behind it all. Um, so Far, Far Away in its hollywood eschism is a reflection of that. We see a giant white wall at the base of it, probably a political reference to what would eventually become the wall issue. Therefore, we see that immigration is a serious political tension in Far, Far Away. Um, elitism is also going to be a big role here in Far, Far Away, as it is a higher income. Now we begin to listen to one of the finest song coverings of all time. Uh, the carriage is now approaching the gate. That says Far, Far Away. Now this is the same exact gate as the Universal Studios gate. It says Universal Studios. Um, in fancy, like, curve, I don't know, cursive up top. And then uh, there's a, like, symbol for Universal and here. It's a, or that might be Paramount. Ooh, let's look on the internet. Paramount... Pictures Gate Oh, yep It's definitely the Paramount Pictures gate I don't know what I was talking about before Um, But yes, this is the Paramount Pictures Studios gate um, That they're making fun of here Now we see Donkey saying, wow Um, We've completely shifted the shot And now it's just the palm tree row of LA Um, Moving past him He's looking up and around Okay, now here behind Donkey, there's a store called Farbuck's Coffee, making fun of Starbucks coffee. Um, Now it's clear as they turn left that they are in a mimicked Beverly Hills uh, scenario. Um, There's uh, several places that are being made fun of. Donkeys trying to pick up ladies. Um, Here up in in the Beverly Hills, um, we see a Burger Prince rather than Burger King. Um, Here we see Versarchery instead of um, Versace. And then right in front of the Versace, there is a peasant giving out star maps towards here, um, which, of course, is just comment on L.A. tourism. There's a National Inquisitor. Now we've left Donkey's perspective and Fiona's perspective, and we're looking at Shrek's perspective. He's confused and disappointed. There's a billboard here. It says, for all your happily ever afters, fairy godmother. And it's a moving billboard, and the fairy godmother moves her wand onto uh, the sun. Uh, Here Shrek says we're definitely not in the swamp anymore That's a uh, reference first off to the Wizard of Oz When Dorothy says we're not in Kansas anymore Uh, And it's a large allusion to the confusion and mayhem And overall chaos that Shrek is experiencing here They pause, they stop As uh, they approach an intersection A limousine appears, but not a normal limousine Oh no Instead, it is a limousine led by six horses, or stallions, if you will, one of them being white. Again, the racial tension here and far, far away. And then the carriage is in a, a stretched limousine style. Then you see some guy, uh, all of a sudden, Walk up to the horses You begin spraying them This of course is an allusion to in Los Angeles When uh, you have individuals Will try to wash your car Or maybe wash your windshield um, When you're stopped expecting you, And they expect you to give them money Of course you didn't ask for it and you don't want it no. uh, Instead of having a police officer They have a royal knight That has a stop sign that says halt The driver of the carriage, uh, who is one of the seven dwarfs, looks mm, filled with dismay. But he gives the cleaner a coin piece. Um, Now, right behind it, um, we see Baskin Robin Hood. uh, In the very same text as Baskin Robbins, an ice cream shop. And then behind that, we see, let's go ahead and zoom in here. Epiphany and Company Instead of Tiffany and Company um, They sell Diamonds Now they continue their route Through Far Far Away We see three individuals One of Saxon Fifth Avenue um, That's good That's funny Saxon Fifth Avenue And then uh, two other individuals Behind this woman uh, Begin to follow the carriage for no real reason, um, there's about 30 people in this next shot that have begun to follow the carriage of Shrek, Fiona, and Donkey. Fiona is filled with excitement in her eyes, and then she looks at Shrek. We then see Shrek, and he's filled with dismay. Behind Shrek is an old navery instead of an old navy. Disappointed, he looks at Fiona, but Fiona gives him support. And we see Shrek smile in excitement. Um, Behind them is a Gap Queen, and then um, behind them is a movie advertisement for Letho Arrow 4. Um, But next to that is the Tower of London Records, and Donkey is currently again flirting to girls. (laughs) He says, you're working that hat. Now, they continue to go down, um, again, this mock Los Angeles, um, next to Rapunzel's Castle. Now, uh, this begins to be an illusion of celebrities and how princesses in this kingdom are similar to celebrities in our own kingdom, if you will, or in real life. Which then gets into the very interesting question, why do we praise, celebrate the celebrities that we do the same way? That we would expect princes and princesses To be celebrated here and far far away Do they deserve this kind of appraise praise And indifference And excitement around their persona Or are we simply trying to make them something That we're not So that way we can continue to dream Like true Americans Now the carriage continues to move uh, They are followed by several They pass Cinderella's castle Which again uh, looks like a Hollywood mansion uh, there are a few more mansions that are in front of them. Now they are beginning to approach the castle, of far, far away. There are multiple balloons that are rising. There are now hundreds of people following this carriage. It's very bold. Now we can hear the um, original trumpets uh, take over, which reminds me, we had a rider, uh, I'm sorry, we had a listener write in. This last week Um, I did fail to catch that The trumpet solo in the last episode That we talked about Is the theme song for Hawaii Five-O Now they enter Through the little corridor thing uh, The little gate And sure enough is the castle The tune now changes We see confetti falling from the air There are thousands of people gathered It is a very elaborate castle Beautiful Um, There is a giant fountain uh, spewing out water with a very long, beautiful red carpet leading up to the front door. Again, emphasizing the film aspects and Hollywood aspects and illusions and um, just the general symmetry that we see culturally between Hollywood and um, a lot of these fairy tales and a lot of the fairy tale fantasies. Now here on this next shot, we see King George... And, um, the Queen. Now, the Queen is played by Julie Andrews and kind of looks like Julie Andrews. And King George looks like his voice actor. They look excited and a little awkward. Um... Now we begin to have a choir that thrives in. And so the scene is just building up and up and up. Fiona's excited to be back home. You can see that in the smile in this shot. Shrek is a little um, disappointed and confused. You can see he's nervous. Now... They are all, everyone's excited, everyone is clapping, screaming, cheering, there are thousands of people, there's confetti falling, and we're currently in the view of within the carriage, and it's clear that it's really dark from the inside, which means that no one can actually see them, Tarek and Fiona, inside yet, and so everyone has been assuming who's inside this motorcade, if you will. Um, here in the shot, now we're perfectly symmetrical with the king and queen down the red carpet at the doors of the castle. Now, Shrek and Fiona are excited. Announcing the long awaited return of the beautiful Princess Fiona and her new husband. Uh, One of the servants announces the return of um, Princess Fiona and her long awaited husband, and they now open. um, This is it. Fiona says, Well, this is it. it. King says, This is it. (laughs) The servant says this is it Looking nervously The crazy old man with weird glasses That's holding a box full of pigeons Says this is it The latches open The door opens And it is revealed Shrek and Fiona come out The pigeons walk out And then the trumpet falls flat And it is revealed it is Ogres Everyone is Everyone's distracted Even this bird Who then hits the castle because the bird was looking at Shrek and Fiona, then immediately dies and then lands right at the feet of the king and queen. This is a perfect symbolism of the uh, deadness that all of a sudden just overcomes far, far away and the surprise seen in everyone's faces. You see, they had no idea what to expect, but certainly was was not two ogres. It's filled with silence. Donkey awkwardly looks left and right. Uh, Why don't you guys go ahead? I'll park the car. Donkey says, why don't you guys go ahead? I'll park the car. Shrek and Fiona look at each other awkwardly. Shrek takes a deep breath and says, (laughs) You still think this was a good idea? You still think this is a good idea? Of course. Of course, Fiona says. Mom and Dad. Look, yes. Mom and Dad look happy to see us. They're slowly walking up toward, in the red carpet towards the king and queen. On Who on earth are they? Is what King says. The queen replies with, our girl. I think that's a little you. girl. They walk over the dead bird. Oh, that's a really big problem. That's a really big problem, is what King says. Wasn't she supposed to kiss Prince Charming and break the spell? Oh, well, she's no Prince Charming, but... You know... I think that this is a really good intro into the core uh, conflict in this film, which is King George creating these expectations of society, right? And that is, wasn't she supposed to find Prince Charming? Which then gets into the larger thing of our lives, which is, aren't we all looking for Prince Charming? Aren't we looking for the perfect person to accept and marry us? When, in fact, the Queen responds with. uh, The Queen points out that. There's no Prince Charming, but they look happy. And the goal in any relationship that we have is happiness, not perfection. Um, now, they very slyly move on over to Shrek and Fiona. We came, we saw them. <laughs> um, Shrek now says, we came, we saw them. Let's go before they light the torches. Now, let's go before we light the torches. Now, what you see here is that the two male um Characters that are in this scene The King and Shrek They're bringing their prejudices strongly Into the scenario Shrek has his past experience that he's expecting Which is to be burned alive at the stake And you have the king, which is that the ogre will try to attack and kill everyone. So, clearly there's going to be some conflict with their prejudices. The females in this scenario, the queen and Fiona, are both very open to the idea of accepting the others. Accepting new points of view, perhaps a new perspective, which then gets into the issues of male misogyny and the expectations and problems that we have when males are constantly running leadership positions in society. Therefore, a comment on the current political situation within the United States. Now, Shrek does get into some very interesting childhood trauma here, which is, hello, they locked you in a tower, which, um, I don't know why parents do that, but clearly there is some struggle that, uh, needs to get overcome. Hey, that was for my own good. Now, he says, that was for my own good. Here's our chance. Let's go back inside and pretend we're not home. King George and Shrek continually do not want to be in the situation, but... Both the queen their wives respectively are forcing them towards each other. They slowly walk, so the king and queen are slowly walking from the castle towards Shrek and Fiona. Shrek and Fiona from the carriage towards the king and queen. We have to be quick. While they're not looking, we can make a run for it. Shrek, stop it! Everything's gonna be a disaster. Okay, we just switched two shots. The first was back at Shrek and Fiona, and now we're back at the King and Queen. It is no- Now, there were a lot of different lines that were shared there, but the general expression is no one wants to meet their in laws. It's dead. It's silent. Everyone is just staring at the meetup. Mom. Dad. I'd like you to meet my husband, Shrek. Now, we now shift over. Fiona went in to hug her mom and dad. We now see Shrek. Um, you can tell that he's trying to impress the others, but he doesn't know how to. He's wearing his humble outfit. And you can see that he has a, weird, uh, he has a smile on his face, but his eyebrows are filled with concern and grace. Uh, his ears are slowly pointed down. The Shrek look, or I'm sorry, the King looks at Shrek in disgust. Uh, the Queen looks at him with confusion. Well, um, it's easy to see where Fiona gets her good looks from. Shrek tries to um, start with a joke. <laughs> no one laughs. Fiona and King George's face are filled with horror, and Queen Julie Andrews continues to be mm, intrigued. Uh, now they all look sad. Shrek tries to smile, and then we trans uh, we transition over to dinner. Alright, fans, Shrekians, Shrekdodes, Shrek Potters, Shrek Nation, Get Shrekkers. That'll be the end of our episode for today. We are now at the 15 minute and one second mark. We made a lot of progress. I'm very excited to continue to analyze this film with you guys. Um If you love what you heard here, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to it. Continue to share it. This is now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and a myriad of other places. And now before I go, uh, I'm now going to be delighting you guys with 20 seconds of the audio of me eating goldfish. That's pretty good. Okay, see you later. Mm. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Goldfish. Goldfish, where the first two ingredients are smiles and enriched wheat flour, which consists of flour niacin, reduced iron, thiamine, mononitrate, riboflavin, and folic acid. Goldfish, they taste good and they seem kind of healthy for the most part.